Hey everyone, how are we doing? How are we feeling? How's your week been? For me, um, it's only the start of the week, but um, it is already exhausting. I've had, I've had one too many breakdowns today. <laughs> it's been a tiring day, I'll be honest. Um, but one thing positive that did happen for me today is my mum went to Tesco and she got me a cute little elephant squishmallow, which um, it just made my day. Because when she went, I was just so upset because I couldn't manage school and I was, I was just really struggling. And she came back with it and she was like, here you go. And I was like, this has made my day. So, you know, not all bad, not all bad. But yeah, it's been a struggle recently. School is hard. I It's been a struggle because, for instance, I went to London this weekend just for the day, just for a day trip, and I was back on the same day and everything. It was tiring, but it wasn't like overly, it wasn't overly, overly bad, I'll be honest. It's probably because we didn't spend too much time doing like a lot. Like it was kind of, um, we went for a reason, we went to go see a Van Gogh thing, and then, you know, it was back in the same day and everything, so it wasn't too much. But, um... Yeah, it wasn't too much, but then the thing is, I go to do that on the weekend, and then I can't manage school on Monday. And I, I did go in today, but I did not manage it. I don't have a clue what happened. I was completely exhausted. And it, I think, you know, if people saw that, saw that I went to London on the weekend, and then saw that I wasn't really in school at all the next day, it's a bit like, that's not right. You know, you should be doing school and then going to have fun. Like, you know, school is priority. And um, I feel like that's kind of kind of a problem with invisible illnesses and everything because physically I'm actually doing all right. You know, I'm not overly tired, you know, walking and actually physically being in school and actually socially I'm not too bad either. I can manage a conversation, you know, I can have fun with my friends. But when it comes to work, I'm really, really struggling and, you know, with brain fog and actually retaining information and everything, I'm finding it really hard right now, which is which is a problem for school, you know, because obviously information and, you know, retaining information and being able to do the work and everything else, they're the, they're the key points of being in school and class and everything. So the fact that I'm struggling with that is really hard because that means it's not really worth my using my energy if I'm not, if it's not actually going to be productive and if it's not going to be a good use of my energy because I won't understand it anyway and then it's questionable, you know, is it better I rest so then when I go into school next time I'll have more energy and hopefully will understand what's going on or is it better I go into class, get my attendance in, show that I'm trying but not understand anything and it's a question that I keep going around in my head and I still don't have the answer for but it's a really hard one and so that's what I've been struggling with recently most is just, you know, my energy levels with mental stuff, you know, managing mentally with all sorts going on and everything. I'm just very tired mentally, so I can't manage. And it's all kind of after my exams and everything. I just haven't picked up the energy back since then from how much like mental energy I use during my exams. And it is really hard. And it kind of inspired me to talk about today, like things, like the thing about having an invisible illness and the thing about it being invisible because it is a really big struggle and it's really hard to manage. And I think when it is invisible, more people don't notice and they, they make assumptions, which is the main thing about it being invisible. And the hard part about it is making people making assumptions. And that's what I want to talk about today, the assumptions made and the, you know, the effect of the assumptions being made and what it means and what assumptions people make and all sorts of things like that. Because I think it's something we all go through with invisible illnesses. And I think it's time we talk about it. 
Anyway, hey everyone, if you've never heard my voice before then hi, I'm Millie, here I post every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode and I just chat about life of chronic illness, specifically chronic fatigue syndrome as that's the chronic illness I have, however I cover a wide range of topics and subjects so if you don't have that chronic illness specifically I'm sure you can relate in some way and if you don't have any chronic illness then you are still very much welcome here, we enjoy the company and it's really nice to show support to those who are also suffering because it is, you know, it's so important to... to understand because you know we struggle and people don't see it often so you know if you're if you're someone who doesn't have it and you're listening i appreciate that thank you very much but anyway if you don't know what chronic fatigue syndrome is it's a chronic illness which results in extreme long-lasting fatigue and tiredness along with many many other symptoms such as brain fog lightness sound sensitivity sensitivity um nausea dizziness you know brain fog all sorts of other things, you know, muscle and joint pain, all sorts of other things that I can't think of at the top of my head, but there's plenty more. And they're all really hard to manage. Um, did I say fatigue? Like major fatigue. And it ranges from person to person with, um, you know, some people are bedbound and housebound and can't um, work and can't see friends and all sorts of different things like that. And other people can manage it a bit more, you know, the school, um, work, friends and stuff. But it's a balance and it's a struggle. And it does, you know, it does control your life so much, like so much of your life. So it's so important. And I do this podcast to bring awareness to this illness because it is so important and not enough people talk about it and there's not enough coverage in the media. So I try and do what I can to bring awareness and I also do it to bring support to those who are also suffering. I need, you know, someone just to be able to talk about it and, you know, relate to because it's something that I didn't have when I first got ill and that's kind of why I do it, to be the person I needed when I got ill. Anyway, like I said, I'm here every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode and I'm just going to get right on with this one. Enjoy! Okay, assumptions. Assumptions when you've got an invisible illness. People make these literally all the time. You know, someone will see you on the street and, you know, say, you know, it's just all sorts of things. It's from doctors, friends, like teachers, all sorts of random different people, random people who you like don't speak to. They're kind of the worst ones. When someone makes an assumption who you don't speak to, also doctors, doctors and random people, they're kind of the worst ones because doctors you're meant to trust they're not meant to make assumptions they're meant to listen to you and believe what you say random people who know nothing about your life making an assumption based on what they see just randomly from you from like a minute of your life out of like the rest of the day it's like so annoying because i'm like no you're seeing like a tiny tiny piece of my day please do not go and judge my like your my whole existence on this one minute no anyway assumptions right saying it's not real or we're faking no so this is normally like random people who know you're ill but don't really know you're ill and they're like "Mm, but is this really real is this a real illness because i get tired too you're just like saying you're just exaggerating it you're just bringing attention you're just being an attention seeker and i'm sat here like no i'm really not like like the thing is when these sort of people say that sort of thing i'm sat there and i'm like Honestly, it's not really worth doing anything here, is it? Because the fact is, these people have already made up their mind about you. They've decided that, you know, you're lazy and you're faking and everything. You know, I, I can't, I can't combat it because it's what they already believe. And so I'm kind of like, uh-huh, sure, okay, yeah, yeah, if you say so. Whatever you say, whatever you say goes, apparently. But, you know, it's like, the real version is if they knew what our experience was like this they would understand that it is not fake it is not us just bringing attention because we don't want it either 
Like, I I promise you 100%, no one with this illness wants it. No one in this illness has said, hey, you know what? This is great fun, missing on, like, so many life experiences, not getting to see friends, not getting to see work, not being able to live what people can as a normal life. It's so worth it because we just get to sit at home all day doing nothing because our symptoms are so bad that we can't do anything. Oh, no, right, yeah, no, sorry. They believe this isn't real, so we don't have symptoms according to them because it's fake. So we just get to enjoy sitting at home, doing nothing with our life, missing out on all sorts of life experiences. That seems reasonable. That that seems about right, doesn't it? Of course. Please note the sarcasm in my voice because it is, it's, such a real, it's such a ridiculous idea that we would prefer to miss out on all this stuff and watch everyone else's lives go on when we're, like, basically paused. Like, no, like, my brother, my brother has started going to the gym, and he was talking about it at dinner today, he was like, oh yeah, I went to the gym, I did this, and I did that, and I was like, sat there like, I wish I could go to the gym. Like, before I got ill, I loved swimming, but going to the gym wasn't something I wanted to really do, I wasn't bothered by it, but like, swimming was my favourite thing, but now, I would take anything, you know, I hated going for runs, I hated going for runs, um... I would love to go for a run around. I would love to be able to go for a run around like this. This is like um, leisure centre near near me, and my dad used to go run. My mum and dad used to go running there all the time. I I hated it. I hated the idea of doing that. I would take. I would do anything to be able to do that now, just to be able to do be well enough to do that. Like I would love that. I would love to be able to go to the gym go swimming. You know, literally anything. I would love it, and I can't. And it, it's ridiculous to me that people believe that we're faking this and it's not real and that we would love, that we choose to live like this. I think that is so ridiculous because if they had an insight onto the quality of life for people with chronic fatigue syndrome, they would take it right back. They would be like, oh no. See, so like those people, I would absolutely love for them to experience a day in our life. I don't wish any this on anyone. I don't wish them to experience my life forever. But just one day for them to experience it and realise how we're not faking it, I would love that. Just for one day for them to realise it's not it's not just for attention and this is real. And it is so ridiculous to me that some people do genuinely believe that because it is the furthest thing from the truth. Right, so another another experience I have with like assumptions and people assuming things about me when I have an invisible illness and stuff is when I'm at school, which really sucks because the thing about invisible illness is, is obviously you can't see it. So you know, you, you know, sometimes it's visible that I'm tired, and my friend will be like, "Millie, you literally look like a warp walking corpse yesterday. You looked so bad." And so you can see I'm tired, but you can't see the different ways I'm tired. If that makes sense, like. Like I said about how I went to London this weekend. Wait, I did say that, yeah? Brain fog. Welcome to brain fog 101. I can't remember. I think I did. If not, I'm just going to repeat myself, so I'm so sorry. But I went to London this weekend, and so I went to London, and I did all this walking, and then, you know, I didn't go... I did say this. I feel, I feel like I did, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't, like, go to school most of the day. And so then people will be like, yay, but you were in London at the weekend and now you can't even be bothered to turn up to school. And people will be like, oh, you know, that's so ridiculous. You know, you should be able to do that. But it's like the different levels of exhaustion, isn't it? You know, physically I was able to, but mentally I still can't do anything. 
like there was no mental activity involved in that really like there was a bit of reading but most of it I just skimmed over because I couldn't really understand it anyway but you know it, it was mostly just physical and it was a it was a nice experience and it was exhausting but it was nice but then I go back to school and I can't manage any of it you know I tried to do some homework this morning before I went into school and I couldn't understand any of it I, I'm really struggling with that and it's it's really hard so you know I I can talk with my friends so I went in for school I went in that lunch today to school so I went in for lunch I saw my friends I was chatting and having fun and everything and it was a really fun time and then when I went to English English class you know I had my friend in there we were chatting we were having lots of fun we were laughing but when it actually came to the work I couldn't understand it my I just I couldn't understand it you know I was dizzy I had like so much brain fog I, my brain was so tired but I know there'd be people that would see me at lunch having fun and see me in English class and if I you know there's so many times I go home from class you know I stay I go in for lunch and you know I have fun at lunch and I seem like I'm having a great time but I go home before class and people would be like I saw you at lunch you're literally fine and I'm like, you saw me at lunch, but you aren't in my body, so I'm not literally fine, and you don't know what it feels like. And that's that's the truth, isn't it? Because, you know, unless you're in my body, you don't know how, what it feels like. Unless you've experienced this, you don't know what it feels like. And, you know, I can be fine at lunch having fun with my friends, but it can also switch so quickly, but it can also be different levels of energy use and everything. So, you know, socialising and then doing schoolwork, use different amount of energy. Like, they're both exhausting. Um but it's just different different uses and it is really hard and you know it's so upsetting honestly when I have to miss class because I first of all I know I'm not when I say I'm missing class I'm missing physically being in there but I still have to get all the work done outside of class which is then equally draining it just means I have to get it done at a different time but it is so it is it's just so exhausting and you know I'm behind on everything because of how many classes I miss and how much work I've got to catch up with and it's ridiculous because people will sit there and say oh you were fine at lunch you were fine last lesson what's changed I'm like literally it can change it can change like that and that is valid and that is real like literally never let anyone tell you that literally never let anyone tell you that what you experience isn't real because it's not there you're you're like sorry that was terribly said (laughs) but you know they're not in your body they don't know what you're feeling and you can be fine one minute and it switches the next. You can be fine socialising, but you, you maybe you can't do work. It is ridiculous. And it's unfair when people assume that we're fine just because they saw it as lunch or just because we were fine last lesson or whatever it is. It's unfair. And, you know, it's it's just not fair on us to experience that and have to go through that, you know? And I, I don't I don't think that's right to be able to assume that. And it, it does just happen because it's an invisible illness because people can't physically see it. You know, if someone broke their leg and they were like, oh, I'm in so much pain, I need to go home from my broken leg, they'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 that's fine. Do, you do that. And just because it's invisible, <laughs> they, they don't think that. They don't see that and then they, they don't think it. Okay, I know so many, like, people with chronic illnesses, invisible illnesses will relate to, like, we'll, we'll understand this one. When you use maybe a lift or a wheelchair or, you know, like a, um, a disabled parking spot, or a bus seat that's for, like, disabled people, or pregnant women, or something like that, or old, old elderly, and people see you, and they're like, mm, you don't need that, do they do you? And you do, 
You are allowed to use it. You are as allowed to use it as anyone else who needs it, obviously. And yet they will judge you because you don't look like you need it. You know the lifts in school that are only used for like people that break their legs or equally us who, you know, maybe can't manage stairs, which is fair enough because stairs or stairs are so draining. So you'll use the lift and people will be like, you're just using that for like no reason, aren't you? You're just using it for fun. Or a wheelchair. People will be like, just walk. Like, you're fine. Just walk. I'm like, no, I'm exhausted leave me alone or you know disabled parking spaces which are closer to the shops and everything people will be like you know there are other people who could use those people that are meant to use them people that need them and you're like <laughs> like me i need them let me be or or the bus seat the bus seat is a horrid one because you know you'll be sitting in there and an old lady or you know someone someone who you know physically visibly needs it and someone will be like can you give your chair to this person because they need it you know they're pregnant or they're elderly or something and you're like i i need it i'm exhausted right now and they'll be like just just stand up you're fine just stand up and you're like no 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 really i can't do this right now and then you'll stand up because you feel like you should be because you know it's awkward and you don't want to have to explain your whole situation and because you know you just feel like it's you know you should be you're expected to and that's not, no, and it's just the assumption that you're fine because they can't see it, and I guess that's kind of why, like, the sunflower lanyards are a thing, and I think kind of showing, like, a, a visible reason why to use them so that people don't just assume that, but it, it still happens, doesn't it? Of course it still happens, and it's rubbish because, you know, it's, again, people assuming that you, because you look fine, you are fine, and it's just, it's so unfair, and it's not true, and it's just unfair but then you know I guess people are trying to you know get that other person a seat because they visibly need it but at the same time you need it and it just sucks them because I've been in that situation before and I will give it up because I feel like you know it's the right thing to do you know it's like it's an awkward situation I don't want to have to give my whole life story do I no and so it's like you know okay i'll just i'll get on with it because it's it's not gonna work out your way and everything and it's like it could do like you've just gotta um you know express it but also then what about them maybe they need it it's just a it's an impossible situation and i'm like i don't want to have to explain my whole situation to you but because you're assuming that i'm fine and that i'm just being selfish at this point it's so annoying and so frustrating and it's just, it's just so annoying that we, it's an invisible illness. Why can it not be physical? Why can I not have something that a doctor or a person can see and say, that's what's wrong with you instantly? You know, broken leg. Why can I not have a broken leg rather than an invisible illness? I will take a broken leg. You know, but also I don't want to break my leg. Um, I feel like I've been touching wood or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to break a leg. I'm just saying, but it would have been nicer if it wasn't invisible all the time but also i'm not saying i want it to get worse universe no i'm not saying that <laughs> just just to be clear okay i have got this one written in full capitals on my piece of paper right now doctors doctors making assumptions it is one of the most frustrating experiences with an invisible illness i i cannot even explain to you the rage of that it is so annoying because these people, they these people have been trained, they have gone to school, they have learnt all about these different illnesses, they have been trained to, you know, 
listen to their patients. They're meant to listen to their patients, what they have to say, and help them and support them. And they're meant to be there to support us in healthcare, get us help, and everything like that. Tell me why these doctors sit there and tell me I'm fine because I look healthy. Tell me why they sit there and tell me, you're fine. It's just growing pains. Or not, it's not just growing pains. You know, it's just growing up. You know, it's just part of growing up. You know, you'll grow out of it. Excuse me? Say that again? What? Like, no. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's fake or I'm making it up or I want attention or it's not important. Like, please, 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 please listen. Yeah? Because I cannot even explain the amount of doctors who have told me I am fine because they can't see it. Because it's not physical, it's invisible. And I'm sat here like, please, my symptoms are real, you just can't see it. And they're like, no, 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 no. I am, I am the doctor and I know what's best and you are fine. And I'm like, <laughs> great, thank you so much for that. Um, it's just, it is ridiculous. And I don't think doctors should be allowed to do that. It is not fair. Like, oh, it's just so annoying. And it's just the thing about being invisible is they can get away with it and then so many people go undiagnosed and so many people are just left in pain without a diagnosis, without support because the doctors say it's not there and doctors are meant to, you know, know all about this, meant to be there for support and everything. And I'm like, but you're just throwing us back into this pool of unknown, aren't you? And it's just so annoying. And, you know, just because you can't physically see it doesn't mean it's not there and it is so frustrating that this happens time after time after time for so many people who are just left there without any answers for so long and it is so frustrating and it is unfair but and that is why it is in capitals on my paper because it is unfair that they make these assumptions that we're healthy that we're fine that we can manage that nothing's going on that we just want attention that it's all just in our head etc because they can't see it which is so not true, and you know, they can't see it in a blood test, or the like. I don't, I don't, I don't think they can see it in a blood test. They've never said they can on mine. I don't believe they can, and you know, they don't see it in a blood test. So that equally means, oh, you're fine. No need to look any further. I'm like, look further. Keep going. Find me answers, please. And it is just, it is the most frustrating experience. And I'm so sorry to everyone who has been through that because it is so annoying and it kind of loses your faith in the like healthcare system and everything doesn't it it really does because you know they're meant to be there to support you and everything and they just keep throwing you back into the that just space of unknown time after time after time after like after each other and it's just so annoying and it's so unfair it's just so unfair Okay everyone, that's going to be today's podcast episode. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, don't forget I'm back here every Wednesday with a brand new podcast episode here on the Tired Society. Also don't forget, I do have an online shop which is at the Tired... It's not at. <laughs> thetiredsociety.com. Simple as that. Thetiredsociety.com. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm going to be adding more stuff to the shop very soon. We're getting an order ready so it's going to be updated. Stock's going to be back in. So that is very exciting. Get ready. 
go see what's on there currently we've got some badges on there we're still trying to get some more stuff uploaded because just trying to work out shipping shipping is very hard to manage i'll be honest with you but yeah the tidesociety.com go check it out um but yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode so being assumptions being made about invisible illnesses are just so frustrating and unfair and honestly it needs to stop it really does um but yeah anyway i hope you enjoyed if you do relate to this at all um my dms are always open i try and reply to as many people as possible i just get overwhelmed and exhausted and can't manage <laughs> but yeah i always try to um but yeah thank you so much for listening i hope you did enjoy if you did don't forget about here every wednesday with a brand new podcast episode and i will chat to you guys all then thanks for listening bye everyone